Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is March 27th, and it is Wednesday of Holy Week. So I hope your Holy Week is going well. We will be reading paragraphs 667 through 674 today. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus Christ, having entered the sanctuary of heaven once and for all, intercedes constantly for us as the mediator who assures us of the permanent outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Article 7, from thence he will come again to judge the living and the dead. Roman number 1, he will come again in glory. Christ already reigns through the church. Christ died and lived again that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Christ's ascension into heaven signifies his participation in his humanity, in God's power and authority. Jesus Christ is Lord. He possesses all power in heaven and on earth. He is far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. For the Father has put all things under his feet. Christ is Lord of the cosmos and of history. In him human history and indeed all creation are set forth and transcendently fulfilled. As Lord, Christ is also head of the church, which is his body, taken up to heaven and glorified after he had thus fully accomplished his mission, Christ dwells on earth in his church. The redemption is the source of the authority that Christ, by virtue of the Holy Spirit, exercises over the church. The kingdom of Christ is already present in mystery, on earth, the seed, and the beginning of the kingdom. Since the ascension, God's plan has entered into its fulfillment. We are already at the last hour. Already the final age of the world is with us, and the renewal of the world is irrevocably underway. It is even now anticipated in a certain real way, for the church on earth is endowed already with a, with a sanctity that is real but imperfect. Christ's kingdom already manifests its presence through the miraculous signs that attend its proclamation by the church. Until all things are subject to him, though already present in his church, Christ's reign is nevertheless yet to be fulfilled with power and great glory by the king's return to earth. This reign is still under attack by the evil powers, even though they have been defeated definitively by Christ's Passover. Until everything is subject to him, until there be realized new heavens and a new earth in which justice dwells, the pilgrim church and her sacraments and institutions, which belong to this present age, carries the mark of this world which will pass, and she herself takes her place among the creatures which groan and travail yet and await the revelation of the sons of God. That is why Christians pray above all in the Eucharist, to hasten Christ's return by saying to him, Maranatha, our Lord, come. Before his ascension, Christ affirmed that the hour had not yet come for the glorious establishment of the messianic kingdom awaited by Israel, which, according to the prophets, was to bring all men the definitive order of justice, love, and peace. According to the Lord, the present time is the time of the Spirit and of witness, but also a time still marked by distress. 
and the trial of evil, which does not spare the church, and ushers in the struggles of the last days. It is a time of waiting and watching. The Glorious Advent of Christ, the Hope of Israel Since the ascension, Christ's coming in glory has been imminent, even though it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has fixed by his own authority. This eschatological coming could be accomplished at any moment, even if both it and the final trial that will precede it are delayed. The glorious Messiah's coming is suspended at every moment of history until his recognition by all Israel, for a hardening has come upon part of Israel in their unbelief toward Jesus. St. Peter says to the Jews of Jerusalem after Pentecost, Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for establishing all that God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old. St. Paul echoes him, For if the re rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? The full inclusion of the Jews and the Messiah's salvation in the wake of the full number of the Gentiles will enable the people of God to achieve the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, in which God may be all in all. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.